Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they have belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me all to embarrass and damage my father who has devoted his entire public life to service. Let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad. And certainly not as an artist. All right, welcome back on this Thursday. Hunter Biden. How do you feel about Hunter Biden uh, playing the victim role now? Because that's where he's at. He's looking for sympathy. Um, <laughs> it's it's comical. Uh, yeah, the Republicans are making fun of my drug use and my addiction, and they're making fun of my recovery, and they're they're making me look bad. I, I you know, honestly. You want to play the victim role now? Uh, You made yourself look pretty bad. Uh, Spending six figures on prostitutes (laughs) looks pretty bad. Spending millions and millions of dollars on crack, filming yourself weighing crack, smoking crack, passed out from crack with with a pipe in your mouth. I I don't think we needed to try very hard. You know, you kind of, all the material was right there. And I'm supposed to feel bad because we call you a crack monster. Because we think you're a disgusting human being, because you're out there hiring escorts and prostitutes and God knows what else. You make claims that you're an artist. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to say that you sell, you're such a fantastic artist that you sell your art for millions of dollars. Oh, it's just oh so easy. It's just so, so easy. Him and Charlie Sheen. They, you know, you, I, I almost thought we would finally find a clip in one of these laptops that's him and Charlie Sheen together. Because now we're talking about crack and prostitutes. I mean, I mean, that's right up Charlie Sheen's alley too. Yeah, you'd think you'd at least see them hanging out one time, maybe comparing the size of the rocks they smoked. Because remember, Charlie Sheen said he's the one that could smoke the biggest rock. He's superhuman. I'm thinking Hunter's Hunter because he's a contender, man. He's a contender. We could we could have some type of a. a pay-per-view show going here you know who smokes the biggest rock in this corner we got the undefeated champion charlie the rock sheen his his challenger the crack monster himself hunter aka crack monster biden gentlemen light your pipes (laughs) 
<laughs> we can have, have an amazing show here, man. I mean, we can make millions on pay-per-view to have these two go out there and just have a good time. Just watch them just get geeked out of their mind. We're supposed to feel bad. Um, I'm, I feel so bad for you, you poor multi-millionaire spoiled little brat that never had to do anything. You rode on your father's name. You got <clears throat> you got to be head of oil industries that you don't even know, or, or energy industries you don't even know the first thing about. You got all this money that you didn't even know what to do with it. You blow it on hookers and drugs and long stays in different areas of the country. Maybe you got tired of hookers in this area, so you decided that area. And maybe, you know, crack is like wine. You know, wine is best in Italy, at least in my opinion. Maybe crack's like that. Like, you know, Brooklyn crack is not the same as Ohio crack. You know, maybe you traveled around and you're traveling and chasing down the the best-aged crack. I'm supposed to feel bad for you and your dad. No, yeah, not so much. You and Daddy O got rich off the American people selling the country. You guys got rich from it. And then you want the rest of us to feel bad for you now because we're calling you out. Because we're saying that Hunter Biden is a crack monster. It's kind of proven in the footage, in the footage there. Hunter Biden uh, hires hookers. I mean, how many photographs do we need to see in you and... I, I don't know what's with you and the camera there too, brother. I really don't. I don't know what's with you filming yourself and filming the prostitutes there. I don't know, but I guess if you're a crackhead, you don't think too straight. I guess that makes sense. I, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> so, so we're talking, I owned a landscape business when I was younger. And uh, I worked down off of 17th Street in Miami. And we were cleaning up this area. And in the area... You know, they were, there was, uh, they were going to rebuild this building. The building was all empty. The windows were out. I'm sure they were going to demolish it, and they just wanted the area clean. Well, there was a, a, a bum living there and, you know, trying to do the right thing. And I just said, oh, hey, bro, listen, uh, I'm here checking it out today. You know, tomorrow we're coming back. You know, or I mean, no, I think it was, I say I gave him a couple of days. I think it was a couple of days. I'll be back in two days. Um, we're getting a piece of equipment. Uh, you know, you got to get your setup out of here. Now, this guy had a. A setup. He had a rug down. He was in high grass. You couldn't really see where he was at. And he had a rug down, and he had a lazy boy and a table, and he kind of had his own little setup there. So I didn't want to just throw his stuff away. So I told him, you know, give me a couple days. You know, we're I'm, I only need this particular section. You want to move it diagonal over that part of the field? Do what you got to do. You know, but move, but take care of your stuff. It was a dirty area, anyways. Um, needles were everywhere. I mean, that, that was probably one of the most stressful jobs I did, just because of the fear of you know getting stabbed by anything and i had to dispose of that in the proper way but anyways the day we get there uh, i got on the uh in the dump truck there i got a piece of sod left over from a job just just kind of thrown there and uh this this crackhead walks by (laughs) hey hey man hey man yeah what what you gonna do with that piece of sod i was like nothing (laughs) i was like why he's like can i have it oh yeah Sure, dude. You want a piece of sod? Go take it, man. No problem. He, he grabs a piece of sod, starts walking down the road a little bit, sees a can, picks it up, rattles the can, takes the can. He's walking a little bit more, sees a cone, grabs a cone, and walks around the corner. Man, I, I can't tell you how hard I laughed because I'm like, what? What is he gonna do? Sell the piece? <laughs> sell the piece of sod? Are you gonna put put a cone out in front of it? I just freshly laid sod. Don't put it down. I, I have no idea. But I guess he's not thinking right. Just maybe like Hunter wasn't thinking right in filming himself all these times. 
I certainly don't feel bad for him. He needs to go in front of Congress. There's questions that need to be answered. Him and his father have deceived the American people. They're all tied up in this nonsense. The White House is stalling out everything, and they're, bo- and they're blocking everything, so we can't get the information that we need. And we need to find out how deep the treachery goes with the Biden family. I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for making fun of him. I will continue to make fun of him. I'm the wrong guy to, to ask for pity especially for a person like that. I just thought it was comical that he was out there and he looks like he probably did clean up because if you haven't seen the footage of it, it looks like he packed on a few pounds from his, uh, his laptop days. looks like he put a little bit of weight on. So I'm assuming maybe he has cleaned up and if he hasn't, then he's having some organ problems where he's bloating out. So it's one or the other. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to be having some, some physical problems, uh, from all the drug abuse, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't feel bad for you, Hunter, and you need to answer some questions because you and your old man, you're both scumbags, and you know you're both in the wrong, okay, and we need to find out how wrong you are. They sure as hell are going after Trump with everything that they have over nonsense, some of it not even sure if it's legal because they're trying to get them on things that don't even make sense, whereas we have a smoking gun. We know for a fact Joe Biden lied at a minimum. To the people saying he had no dealings, didn't talk with anybody, nothing with his son, with his son's uh, business partners. We know that's a lie. Now they're changing their tune. Now they're just saying he wasn't involved in any financial transactions because they can't get around the fact that yes, at first we said we didn't even talk to him. Never once did I speak with him. Well, now we know you spoke with him. Now you're just trying to get yourself away from the financial part of it, trying to hope that nobody finds what they need to find, trying to stonewall them and block them and everything else you can do so that way they don't get what they need to get to prove that yes you were involved with your son your son was paying you big guy and you guys all need to pay the price for it it needs to come out for the american people uh they're doing their best it's it's a repeat of 2020 you know stopping all the hunter stuff then we're stopping it again right now because you know what ultimately the hunter stuff it's not about hunter i could care less about hunter i don't care if hunter after his little press conference got upset and had a relapse and he's out there smoking crack the size of golf balls i could care less okay but i do want to know about his dad because his dad's running the country right now, and if his dad's dirty, and his dad was selling us out, which we already know he was, but I want the proof of it. You're selling us out to other countries. You're selling the American people out. You need to pay. Amazing. <laughs> I know I'm back and forth with me getting a little annoyed and laughing, but I'm just, this guy's just a moron. I mean, the definition of a moron. You go out there and plead oh woes me they're making fun of me and they're destroying my character not that i didn't do a good job of that myself (laughs) that was the biggest story yesterday (laughs) anyways i thought it was definitely worth the uh the talk uh all right on to uh the next one shall we (laughs) stupid hunter Biden. uh all right let's do uh Prior to the, uh, um, prior to my brief vacay for the holiday, um, let's do uh, the, the, an update on the president. Uh, president from a different, couple different angles. Um, Donald Trump's support among Black Americans is surging ahead of the 2024 election. Um, a Gen Forward poll showed. That 17% of black Americans currently support Trump. 20% of black Americans said that they would vote for someone else other than Trump or Biden. 
Uh, Trump also increased support among Hispanics from the 2020 cycle by four points. Uh, 36% of Latinos say now that they support Trump. This is not good for Joe Biden. And I'll tell you why. This, uh, this was a survey done uh, November 8th through the 30th. It's got a three-point margin, give or take. Uh, they surveyed 3,400-plus eligible voters. So um, seven, only 72% of black voters support Biden, along with only 47% of Hispanic voters. Democrats lost ground among black and Hispanic voters in nearly every election in the last 10 years. Biden is in the worst position among nation, uh, uh, non-white voters since Walter Ma, um, Mondale in 1984. Trump support is up by nine points since the 2020 election with blacks, four points with Hispanics. That puts uh, Biden in a very dangerous position. Uh, reason being, if you can get 8% of the black vote, generally the election can be swayed in the Republicans' direction. If you are up to 17%, if these numbers actually do hold, um, I mean, that is a positive on the Republican side. Um, something else that to add injury to insult, um, they did another poll in interactive polls with independents. So October of 2020, uh, independents were 57% to 36% Biden. He was at, Biden was at a plus 21. The poll they just recently released in December of this year, Trump is at 50, Biden is at 45, he's at a plus 5. With numbers like these, that is a real positive going into 2024. Uh, assuming that Trump is going to be uh, the the uh, Republican candidate, which I think most of us are at, are coming to the conclusion, if you have not yet, I think most of us would probably feel the way I've been feeling since about the beginning. When you have that big of a lead and it only continues to grow, and at no point in time since the theoretical started way back when he announced after the uh, 2022 elections, um, all the way up until they actually started doing some real polling and tracking, and he has never lost any ground yet. I think it would be foolish at that time. I thought for sure uh, he's going to be the guy. Uh, regardless of what happens with his legal cases, he's going to be the guy. And it, I, doubt, I don't think that that has changed much um, at this point. So assuming that Trump is the guy, this doesn't look good for Biden. And assuming that Biden is the one that runs. Again, I don't know. I mean, I hear theories from other people, and you got to have your own opinion. I don't personally see it. I think it's just getting too late in the game to make that change. A lot of people would say to me, Joe, it's 11 months away. Yeah, granted, it's 11 months away, but it's a lot to swap somebody out 11 months out. There's a lot that's going to be involved in that. They got to go through the whole process, figure out who they want to put in there. It's going to get, it'd be very busy for the Democrats. It's going to, it's going to require a lot for them to convince their voters to go with somebody else. I don't think the convincing will be too hard because Biden pretty much sucks, but they would still have to say, hey, or he'd have to come out and say, hey, I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, I, I think this person would be good. And you have to have somebody lined up that you already believe that at least 90% of your voting, your base is going to vote for them over Trump. And they're not going to just say, well, I can't vote for them or I can't vote for Trump, so I'm just going to sit this one out because if they sit it out, they lose. You know, I don't, I don't think uh, 
I just don't think they have the time, personally. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, I can't predict the future. I don't know. But at, at this point, I think if they were going to make that decision, they would have already made it. So they'd be going into the new year fresh with a fresh new face, which gives them 11 months to cram that person down your throat, get them out there, get them exposed to the people or her exposed to the people and try to get the base jazzed up about this person so that they come out in droves voting for them. I, I don't think they have the time personally, but there are some people that see it differently than I do. You know, I was listening to uh, Glenn Beck and Glenn Beck, you know, has a suspicion or feels that the Democratic Party is just going to say, you know, hey, we're not running Joe. Uh, we're going to nominate Michelle Obama. M- Michelle Obama, come out and run. I mean, he thinks that. Uh, do I think Obama, uh, she could beat Trump? That that would probably be even harder for um Trump to win than Joe Biden. I truly believe that because now you're going to get all everybody crazy that the first female president, that's going to be a big factor in this first female president, not to mention there are a lot of people in the party that are still very fond of the Obamas on that side uh, because as radical as he was, you know, what he was doing kind of looks like child's play to what they're doing now. If you remember, there was a period of time there that we're criticizing Obama for not going in, as far and pushing as hard as he should have. So I, I think Michelle Obama would be much more difficult, in my opinion, to beat than Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden, with his record, with his failing health, everything about him, I think that this is, uh, I don't want to say easier, like it's a walk in the park because it's not, but I think that he would have a much easier time um, going, Trump would have an easier time running against him uh, than Michelle Obama. Again, just my opinion and everybody's opinion is different, uh, but I can tell you that the polling that's coming in certainly does not look good for Biden. It's not favorable to him at all. All right. Um, yeah, this one was, this one was good. I, I think you guys will very much enjoy this and uh, should really shine some light on some things. Um, Dr. Perry Corey, CDC will no longer track data on excess deaths associated with COVID-19. Why? 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 Because it's going to lead back to the shot? <laughs> yeah. You know where this one's going. Uh, we don't want to track that anymore. Well, why not? It was okay to track it all the time. Why aren't we tracking it now? Why? Because everybody knows COVID is, is gone. Uh, most people now have figured out what COVID truly was and the game that was truly been uh, was played. And now they don't want you to know the true numbers because since all these companies have immunity and can't be sued, then who are people going to start getting uh, enraged with? It's going to be your your lawmakers, your politicians. You said it was okay to take this shot. You guys are the ones and now we all got heart problems and we're all dying from it. <laughs> yeah. And it ain't going to go well. For years now, anyone, anyone, including investigative reporters, top medical professionals, anybody who pushed back against the official government and big pharma narrative on COVID treatment and COVID vaccine safety was labeled as dangerous, uh, conspiracy theorist, uh, uh, you're spreading uh, misinformation and disinformation, you need to be deplatformed, you weren't allowed to say anything. Didn't matter if you used... If you really went deep and you scientific evidence, science science based, didn't matter. You weren't allowed to say anything about this because it was against the narrative. 
uh, you know, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all these drugs that people were talking about in the beginning that potentially showed that there may be some benefit to taking them when it came to getting this sickness. You couldn't even say that. You couldn't even suggest it. Okay. So what happens? Unless you used the government's mRNA vaccine, and that was the only thing you should be using, you were labeled as a conspiracy theorist and a nut. You got big, you got silenced by big tech. It was a hot mess. Um, well, right now, Dr. Corey reveals that the CDC announced recently it will no longer track the excess deaths associated with COVID-19. Uh, I think the reason why is there are many Americans right now that are having some serious medical problems and dying from the heart problems you are getting associated with the shot. The Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Robert Kalf or Calf uh, recently took uh, went to X um, to mourn the catastrophic decline in US, U.S. life expectancy. Okay, well, why is that? Why, why all of a sudden are we dropping like flies? Um, he did post and he hit on stuff like smoking, eating, chronic illnesses, healthcare, um, but he ignored the obvious elephant in the room. That people are dying in abnormally high numbers, even now, and long since uh, COVID waned, and public health agencies and medical societies are all being silent about it. Life insurers have been consistently sounding the alarm um, over these unexpected or excess deaths, which claimed more lives in the first nine months of 2023 than in the same time period in 2019. There's 158,000 American lives that have been lost. The, that exceeds America's combined losses from every single war since Vietnam. Congress is silent. They should be urgently working to figure this out and get it resolved. But because they're in bed with Big Pharma and because so many of them were right on board with take your shot, take your shot, take your shot, they're going to remain silent. They're not going to do anything about this. They're going to hope that most people don't even notice it or pay attention to it. You're going to see that more and more people that have taken a shot, especially younger people that have taken a shot, are going to have more heart problems. And that's the ones we're seeing right now. How about 10 years or 15 years from now? What do the death tolls look like then? Is it going to just continue to grow year after year after year? People have damaged themselves in a way that can't be repaired. We won't know until that moment comes. God, I'm so glad I didn't take that shot. God, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I was so... I was ready to lose my job, and believe me, we were we were just like everybody else. We were in fear, and I told my wife, you know, I'm not taking it. I just, I know it's going to make it really difficult on us. And my wife's like, absolutely. So just like so many Americans, I felt the pain just like the rest of you. I was in fear of losing, of losing my job. You know, we, we had the, the full-on mask mandates here, which I completely bucked even here at work. I'd walk in the building, do what I got to do in my office, and walk out without a mask. Got scolded for it a ton of times told them I don't care I'm not putting that thing on my face uh, and if they were going to try to force me to take a shot you know, we're just going to figure it out you know it's one of those moments in life where you stand for something or you fall for anything and I just knew you came up with something in nine months something we've never heard of something some new technology and I don't claim to know everything about uh you know medicine and, and whatnot but all I know is that I'm hearing you develop this that fast in nine months 
It's not tried. It's not tested. It hasn't had years and years of testing to see what the short-term effects are. The immediate, the short-term, the long-term, nothing. We got nothing. We just want you to shut up and take two shots. I wasn't going to do it. And I'm so thankful that to myself and that I just stood my ground and didn't do it. I pity anybody that was forced into it and that did it or people that did it just because you're afraid and that's okay. You know, I mean, it, everybody was different. Some people truly have medical conditions and they were afraid. And, you know, up to that point, I would say up till COVID, I'm not going to say you trusted the government, but you did trust certain government agencies uh, compared to now, it's like night and day. You did trust them. So if you think if they're telling you it's okay, it's safe, you know, in your mind, you're like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to take it. I know it's a little new, but if they're saying it's okay, you know, I'm going to take it. So I don't knock anybody for the decision. I'm glad I didn't take it. I just pity everybody that did take it or that was forced to take it that now potentially is going to have serious health problems going forward. You know, like I said, you don't know what, you don't know what it's going to be like in a decade. How, how did, it, did it ravage your heart within a decade? Within a decade, are we going to see people dying heart diseases just through the roof? And a lot of it is associated with people taking this stuff. And I mean, God, most of America took it. I would say at least half of America took the shot, and including conservatives. I, I, can't, I mean, there were plenty of people. Look, like one that comes to mind, Ben Shapiro, he admittedly took the shot. I mean, there's plenty of people that are libertarians or conservatives that thought, hey, man, I just, I'm going to get my shot. I want to say, I think even Sean Hannity took a shot. If my memory serves me correct. Uh, but he made that decision on his own with his doctor and, and so be it. Uh, but it's all coming out now and they don't want to track it because they don't want to be held accountable for it. Again, they like to let things pass by. News is coming so fast. Everything's happening so fast. Unless you have people that are willing to spend the time to stay on top of something, and they're always looking at the data and always looking for something new and always seeing what's going on around world, the world with this one particular thing, most people, you don't have the time in your day-to-day -day life to do these things. You just don't. You're worried about working, and if you're not working, you're probably working more at the house by cleaning and fixing up and, and cooking and whatever with your wife, or hey, people need help, you're going to church, uh, you got kids, you're taking them to do sports, whatever it is. Life is busy, so to sit there and worry about something or keep an eye on something like that, it's difficult. People don't do it, and they depend on stuff like that. Because then they could slide it on by and you never even pay attention to it. You flare up real quick. They expect to flare up. They're okay with the flare up. They can deal with that for the short term. And they know that give it three or four months and it's like it never existed after that. It never happened. That is just the way, unfortunately, people are. And that's how they get away with these types of things. Anyways, that's going to uh, wrap it up for me today. Uh, we will do it again tomorrow. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.